It's your favorite podcaster, Alante. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm late posting this. It's been a very busy couple of days. This is actually a very busy week. I'm actually doing this episode while I am on break at my part-time job, but we must press forward, right? Y'all keep me in y'all prayers, but let's have a conversation. Alright y'all, so listen, this year I am getting ahead of SAD, okay? Every year it gets me, but I told myself that last year was the last year for me, okay? I wanted to talk about, um, in this specific episode, um, just about our minds, right? I wanted to talk about, you know, the, the emotions that we go through in this roller coaster we call life. So for some of you that may not know what SAD is, SAD is Seasonal Affective Disorder. And it's a type of depression that comes and goes with the seasons. Now, technically you have to be um, clinically diagnosed with depression already in order to be diagnosed with SAD, but um, I actually... Um, believe that you can still have this without, you know, being um, depressed. I mean, well, being, uh, what's the word, diagnosed with depression because we all go through these different emotions during these times, right? Um, As I was researching what SAD was, uh, found out that it is more prevalent in the fall and the winter seasons. And that's mostly because we don't have as much sunlight um, as in the spring and the summer seasons, right? And that's, that's interesting in itself that the less um, the less exposure we have to the sun, right, the more prone we are to f- having feelings of sadness and dep- and being in a depressive state and having these negative emotions, right, that um, just changes our whole mood. So I found that very interesting and also inspiring just showing you how important it is that we need the sun, not just the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. But that's a whole other story. I'm sure somebody can preach on that. 
that's not my ministry at this point. So I wanted to move on um, and talk about that um, because it's that time of year, right? That we're about to go into. We're about to go into the holidays and we're getting into the colder weathers and the early nights, right? And the family traditions and the eggnog and the hot chocolate and the s'mores and the fire pits and, you know, the gatherings, right? So things that, you know, we usually do with our families or significant others, um, it can trigger you, right? And as we get older, and I think for me, as I get older, you know, I cherish those moments even more. Like I, I loved those moments growing up. And then as I got older, they kind of dwindled a little and things happened and, you know, family dynamics change. And then those traditions and those gatherings start getting fewer and fewer. People work, people just don't want to be around other people. People get in their modes and just things happen, life happens, and then you lose those those things. And even as you get older, you start to desire to establish your own tradition. You start to um, desire to establish your own moments with your family, right? And that's kind of where I'm getting now, right? So... At this point, like, I'm looking at social media, y'all, like, social media can really be a killer for those of us that are waiting, right? Those of us that are waiting to, you know, stop the sting or to, you know, get past that initial moment of grieving, right? Missing a loved one, right? Like a family member or waiting, right, on meeting that significant other or waiting on that heartbreak you know, not to feel so heavy anymore, whatever it is, I promise you that social media can magnify that pain and those insecurities. So to keep me at peace, right, to keep my peace, and to like protect my mind, and, you know, my sanity, I plan on staying away from social media for a while. And honestly, probably not until sometime next year, I want to get back on it. The only reason why I'm kind of on it right now, like this month is really because I want to celebrate some birthdays, right? My dad's birthday and my godson's birthday is coming up and I just want to celebrate them. And then I post, of course, for my mom's birthday in December. But I'm really trying to be intentional with staying off of social media because it can suck you back in and it does suck me in. And then I find myself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I haven't mastered the art of getting on Facebook, posting what I need to post and then getting off. I haven't mastered that. I find myself digging deeper and deeper into other people's pictures. And then now I'm at a point where I'm comparing my life to theirs. And then now I'm just all the way messed up because now I'm feeling, you know, insecure or I'm feeling like I don't have what other people have. And now I'm comparing and now I'm just in a rabbit hole of destruction. And now I'm in a funk. And now I'm procrastinating. Now I'm not inspired. Now I'm not doing what I need to do. Now I'm doubting myself. I'm second guessing my abilities. And now I'm losing faith in myself and losing faith in God. And now I'm just going through the motions, right? This is my process. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all. This is how social media affects me. And that's something that I am working on because as I am dealing with this weight, I'm trying to master the art of staying in my lane. Right. I'm really trying to master that art. And when I mean by standing in my lane, I don't compete with people 
when it comes to doing things that I know that God has given me to do, it's more of me comparing my life to other people's life. Like me like, dang, well, why do she get that? Why does, why does she get to have this or he gets to have that? Why am I always the one left behind? Or, you know, I'm doing everything right. You know what I'm saying? And I know for a fact they aren't, but why do they get this? So all of that thinking and that talking is just toxic. And I'm trying to master not having that mindset. So for me, staying on social media is it right? I know we're not supposed to compare our lives to others and, you know, worry about where everybody's posting. And I know what we see may not be what is reality, but at the end of the day, it's, re- it's, it's reality for us at that moment, at that time, at that moment we scroll. That's our reality and it can be confusing at times. So, yeah, that's why I'm staying off of there because. I really want to continue to grow. I really want to continue to mature. And I really want to get everything that God desires for me to get. Desires for me to learn in this moment of waiting. In this season of waiting. In this season of preparation. Right? So I really want to ask you guys. Like at this moment. What are you waiting for? Right? Just take a moment and think about that. What are some things that you are waiting for in this season? And and, and and when I ask you that, I ask you that because I want you to reflect and not reflect on the fact that you don't have something yet. I want you to really reflect on what you're believing God to do for you, what you're believing God to reveal to you or present to you, and then look at how you're preparing for that. Just focus on that. Don't focus on somebody else having what you're waiting for and you don't have it yet. Focus on how you're preparing yourself. Focus on, remember I I told you guys back um, a while ago about looking at your posture. Look at your posture. Has your posture changed towards God when it comes to some things that you're looking at? And we can be very practical with this, right? So I want you guys just to take some time just to look at that, right? And then also ask your question this. How are you battling seasonal depression, right? Even if you don't want to diagnose yourself, you know what I'm saying, saying, hey, I have seasonal depression, just look at how your mood changes as the seasons change. Do you get tired easily, you know, when it's getting darker, quicker, when it's getting colder, right? are you reminded of what you don't have like I know for me like you know these moments like these times when it's cold outside you know it's movies coming out you know it's snowing day and then I get home because I don't work my part-time as much I get home like I'm just reminded like yo I'm legit whole single like 100% single and I know that hits me because I desire to be in a relationship but I know that at this point God has me or God wants me in a place where I'm just desiring him and I'm not focused on being with somebody and you know granted I'm still a woman I still desire that but I know that he wants my focus and my time to be on him and then whatever happens will happen but what I'm saying is, y'all, like, as it's getting darker, like, what, 6 o'clock, 5.30, 5.45, I'm just reminded. And 
And sometimes that can be looked at as a burden because, you know, you're coming home to yourself, right? And I know that it's important to be content with where you are, but I think it's also important to have these real conversations, especially as we're getting older. Like, I mean, I'm 29, so as you get older, these are things that you think about. Granted, I know, listen, I have to put these disclaimers in there because I know there are some people like, well, you know, your timing is not God's timing. And trust me, I get that. I understand that. But I think it's important to be real and transparent with these conversations because this is how we're feeling. Like us singles, I have a lot of friends who are single um, that we 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 have these open and honest conversations and th- this It's how we feel. So I think it's important to verbalize it, but I don't think it's, you know, healthy to sit in it. So that's the whole point of this podcast to verbalize these feelings that I have and that you guys have. Right. So as getting darker, you know, reminded, you know, Friday nights, date night, who like (laughs) with who you don't have date nights, you know what I'm saying? So then you start to get sad because you know that you know, the friends that are in relationships or that are in these marriages and things like that, just like, you can't really kick it with them. So it's kind of like, dang, like I can only date myself so much. I can only enjoy myself so much until I get fed up, not even fed up, but just irritated. Like, okay, this is the same thing. I would love to experience this with somebody else. So for me, I'm I'm really saying it's for me, like these are times when I'm reminded, uh, like I can't be as busy because it's cold outside. Don't nobody want to drive in that snow all day or work all night. Like I'd rather be, you know, watching a movie somewhere or eating or being in a house and relaxing and stuff like that. So it's just in those moments, like I remind, like I don't have a significant other or a guy to talk to, to have certain conversations with, to build me up, to cuddle, like all that little stuff. So I'm getting ahead of that this year. And I'm feeling that time with like going hard in the gym, not getting that belly, you know what I'm saying? Well, trying to get rid of this belly, but also not trying to get that winter body because I got a whole Jamaica birthday trip that I need to be preparing for for May. So that's my focus. Like I'm really, I'm not letting my emotions catch up to me. I'm getting ahead of them. Like I know my triggers. I know how I usually feel around what time and I'm not about to go back down that road. Okay. So These are things like I think it's important for you to like just look at, you know, how are you feeling during this time? Did you lose a loved one during this time of the year? You know, and I know I did. And that's something that still affects me. I lost lost my grandmother um, around the Christmas time and I'm not Christmas um, Thanksgiving. And that was hard because one, my grieving didn't start until later. And because it started later. I feel like I missed out on, and I think I I was just in shock. I just missed out on the initial reaction, I guess you would think people should have. But she was also my first real encounter with death, somebody close to me. Losing my grandmother was first. So it's it's kind of weird. Like, so, so, you know, being able to go to her house and give her a kiss and have her hug me and tell me how proud she was of me and me making sure she ain't got no little boyfriends or different things like that. You know, it, it saddens me, you know, around this time and even throughout the year, but especially this time because I know I'm not going to see her. So having those feelings and then also, you know, not having the people in my life to share it with that I used to, that sad, you know, 
And then also just making sure I'm there mentally and physically for my family who's, you know, going through that loss as well. So it's a lot around that time. And sometimes you would love to have somebody else to share that with or to unload that to. Um, And I don't have that. So it's kind of like, okay, well, my go to will always be Christ. So it's kind of like, you know, something that you desire, something that I desire. So these are like my emotions during this time. And, um, one thing that I am doing, well, a couple of things I'm doing to kind of combat, you know, these feelings, um, these sabotaging feelings of getting into depression, um, or the seasonal effective depression, right. Uh, disorder, whatever you want to call it. Um, besides staying off of social media is getting my health and my finances in order. And I know I'm not going to be able to solve everything at once. I know that I, can't even begin to fathom the things that may try to come up against me or may happen during this time that I'm trying to get my things in order, trying to get my house in order. Um, So I'm focusing on practical things because I don't want to get anxiety. I don't want to be overwhelmed with with life. Right. So there are three major things I'm doing. I'm going to share them with you guys. And I hope you guys, you know, just use this as a guide or copy it if you want or find three things, you know, that you can do practically. So one thing I'm doing, I'm focusing on is paying off my credit card debt, you know, um, by the end of this year. That is my goal, at least by the end of January. That's my goal, to have this one credit card I have off my back and I'm done. I'm not going to close it because I know it's important to keep it open, but to have that balance that off completely. I'm not going to say below 35% because I would love to just not have to pay anything and just leave it alone. The second thing that I'm doing, um, and actually I'm doing that by working my part-time job and I'm, I'm taking all the money that I make uh, with that part-time and just putting that on my credit card every month, just making sure I'm paying extra on top of what I'm already parent paying um, monthly. The second thing that I'm doing is I am saving $20 per paycheck, no matter what. So I automatically have $20 coming out of my full-time job, going straight to my savings. And then I also have um, with my time account that actually every time I get paid from there or every time, um, every time I get paid from there, they round up some number or something like that and they push it towards a savings account over there. So I I essentially have two savings accounts generating at once. Now, granted, it's not giving me that much return because I'm not getting money on it. Uh, but right now, my focus is saving up at least three months worth of money. So then, then I can focus on investing that money that I was saving and putting that in an investment account. So once I save up three months of income, from my two savings accounts, okay, once I get three months of that, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to start, stop um, having that, those automatic um, transfers go into my account and I'm going to use that into an investment account. That way, now my $20 there and like roughly around $5 or whatever time ends up doing um, using that. So roughly around $25, I'll probably do I put that towards an investment account where that money is compounding interest every single month. Okay, so that's the second thing I'm doing. The third thing I'm doing is I'm making sure that I don't eat after nine o'clock. Something practical, right? I'm being conscious of what I put in my mouth, um, but I am um, more intentional with not eating after 9 p.m. 
and drinking my water. Those are just three practical things that I'm doing um, to just at least give me a head of game and break habits that I have. And I've noticed that these things have been working for me. I don't plan on stopping. Um, I don't plan on adding anything either because I don't feel like I've mastered them yet. But they have been working. Um, I have had some trials and errors. I have had some failures. But one thing I did not do is stop. So hopefully those things um, help you. Or hopefully they just help guide you because I think it's important to be intentional with, you know, everything that we do. You know, be intentional with, you know, how we're changing our health, our eating habits or our spending habits and different things like that. And I want you guys to like really just think about what you plan to do within these next, what, 83, 84 days we have left here in the year. You know, what are you believing God for? You know, are you believing him for a new job or, um, you know, that made or whatever it is, or I don't know, a new house or a baby? What is it that you're believing him for or new wisdom, new mercies, right? Or new revelations, new inspiration. What is it? You know, and I want you to be, you know, specific in what you're asking him for. You know, I won't necessarily share the specifics that's between me and my Jesus um, of what I'm really in need of at this moment in my life. But I'm believing him for it because I don't have a choice at this point. Honestly, for me not to believe is just me being a brat. And I've been a brat these past five months and I'm trying to break that cycle. Um, so I am choosing to believe because regardless if it happens or not, my faith will be strengthened. Right. And I know that he knows what's best for me. So instead of me throwing another pity party for the end of the second half of the year, I'm going to empower myself to rise above these feelings, above these emotions and these situations that I may find myself in and not allowing uh, my flesh to rule over my spirit, to rule over the the spirit man that God is building inside of me to rule over the Holy Spirit. Like I want the Holy Spirit to be louder than my flesh, to be louder than my environment physically. And I want that for you guys. I think it's very important to have these conversations, especially during this time, because it's so easy to get into that dark mode. And the reason why, and I feel like I'm probably going to talk about this a little bit more um, within this podcast. Now, I only have about, I think, six episodes left in this season. I do about 11 episodes um, per season. So before I take a break. So I'm going to do probably about um, six more episodes um, and I'm probably going to dedicate probably the next couple um, to talking about this. I think this conversation we should have because I do have friends that deal with mental health um, issues and um, I have other friends that go to therapists and things and people like that and I would love to thinking about bringing them on to this podcast to talk about that because I think this is the season for it and I think it's important because compounding that with our frustration of waiting is a lot you know and I know that I'm not the only one that may deal with that so I would love to hear your views your takes on it um you know write me 
text me. Y'all better start leaving comments on my podcast. Now, for real, I would love to see your comments. Please just take a moment to leave comments and to like my podcast so we can get this out here to people. Um, because I do appreciate your feedback. I do appreciate you guys being flexible with me. I'm sorry again for taking forever to put this out. Um, but I do hope that this episode blessed you. I hope that it gave you some tidbits. I hope it gave you some type of uh, relief in knowing that you are not the only one that feels this way, especially during this time. And I hope you guys be blessed. I pray you have an amazing week. And I will talk to you next week. See ya.